start talking about it. So Lori Lightfoot is possibly uh, she's she's the worst mayor. If she's not the worst mayor, she's in she's in the bottom three. She's in the bottom three of mayors in America. She is absolutely awful. But she has been voted out. Now, let me be clear. Chicago is an awful city. It's an awful place. I have been there. There are some cool parts. But overall, no one likes living there and no one is moving there. Which, you know, that tells you what you need to know. So, she's out of the game. This is a step in the right direction for Chicago. But they have a lot of work to do. I mean, a lot of work. Big time. But, you know, Lori Lightfoot has always, 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 every single time, blamed something else for... When something bad... See, she's always played the victim. Whenever something bad happens, it's... No, it's it's not me. It's not me. No, it's... No, crime is bad because uh, the, the, the police are bad and they don't know how to do their job. And, and, and people steal stuff from stores because the stores, they're not hiring retail guards and, or, 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 uh, or security guards for their, for their stores. And it's always somebody else. See, when something good happens, that's the thing about politicians. Whenever something good, it's, it's about me. It's me. It's me. Look what, I, look what I've done. Look at the things that I've accomplished. Look, look at the things that I have contributed well, what about this problem over here? That's not me. Oh, no, that's not me. Not me. It can't be me. So if you ask Lori Lightfoot, if you were in an elevator with Lori Lightfoot, which if you are ever in a, if you ever see Lori Lightfoot in an elevator and you're about to walk in, you should run away as if Lucifer is standing right there. Okay. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot blames election loss on get on guess what it is. What, what could, what could she, what could this leftist crazy person possibly blame her election loss on? What two things? Being black and being a woman. It, it, my goodness. Democratic Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot blamed racism and her gender for her landslide defeat in her reelection bid. As Chicagoans weary of the rising crime on her watch celebrated her fall from quote political rock star to rock bottom. Listen, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. She says, I'm a black woman in America. Of course. She replied when asked by a reporter if she had been treated unfairly. But she called being Chicago's mayor the honor of a lifetime, end quote. Regardless of tonight's outcome, we fought the right fights. And we put the city on a better path, Lightfoot said, as she urged her fellow mayors around the U.S. to not fear being bold. Amid heavy criticism for the crime wave, homelessness, and other troubles plaguing the city, the mayor had also injected race into the run-up uh, in the run-up to the election. L- listen to this, listen to this. I'm a black woman. Let's not forget, Lightfoot told the New York, to the New Yorker in a piece that ran Saturday. Certain folks, frankly, don't support us in leadership roles. The, sh- the, the Chicago Tribune, I'm stuttering because th- this is just so laughable, man. The Chicago Tribune called her loss a, quote, political embarrassment and argued that crime skyrocketed on her watch. Oh, oh, I see. I understand. So, so, so see, when, see, you were voted in, you were a black woman. 
you're voted out as a, so so let me so let me question let me ask this what made you what how did you win the election that's my question yeah, well well I, well well I don't don't worry about that why'd you lose the election well I, I'm, I'm, I'm it must be because I'm it must be because I'm a, I'm black and a woman and 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 Pete there's frankly there are people out there who don't like seeing black women in positions of power but they knew in the election before that you were a black woman. It wasn't like you were wearing, you were going out in white face, and you put on a, you put on, you know, uh, you know, a, a, a blonde wig or something to make yourself look like a white guy. They knew in the first election that you were a black woman. See, it's not, it's not. No, it's not because I'm incompetent. It's not because I'm awful. It's not because I'm an, I'm an insane leftist. It's not because my policies are god awful. It's not because I'm corrupt. It's not because I'm just bad at this job. No, it, it must be. It must be. It simply must be because I'm black and a woman. Quote, Lightfoot campaigned for mayor in 2019 by arguing crime was too high, saying she wanted to make Chicago the safest big city in the country. The Tribune said in its analysis of how she went from political rock star to rock bottom. Right here. Listen to this. Listen to this. But homicides, mostly from gun violence, spiked dramatically in 2020 and 2021 from 500 murders in 2019 to 776 and 804 in the next two years, respectively. Shootings and carjackings also skyrocketed. Violent crime in the city spiked 40% since she promised during her inaugural address to end the, quote, epidemic of gun violence that devastates families, shatters communities, holds children hostage uh, to fear in their own homes, the Chicago Sun-Times reported. The paper attributed some of her woes to bad timing due to the pandemic and civil unrest following the murder of George Floyd in May 2020. It's just awful. It's just awful. And the problem with her is she's a crazy person and an insane leftist. Now, I don't know if you guys remember this, um, but let me, she always she was always playing the blame. So well, let me do this first. Let me talk about the election results. Let me talk about what happened. Okay. So there was a runoff and there were, uh, right here. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. So there's nine, uh, names on this list right here. This is from abc7chicago.com. All right. So there was a runoff. And to continue on, you had to be in the top two. Uh, Lori Lightfoot was uh, third. And she got... Uh, let me say this. When you're the incumbent... Here's the thing about being uh, having incumbency. You have the advantage because people don't like change. So once you... people Politicians will always tell you, once you get elected, it's all about getting re-elected. And it's easier to get re-elected than to get in. Okay. Um, that's the thing. So even in the upcoming 2024 election, Joe Biden, as bad as he is, has the advantage because he's the incumbent. Okay. So Lori Lightfoot finished third. There's Paul Vallas. There's Brandon Johnson. There's Lori Lightfoot. There's Jesus Garcia. There's Willie Wilson. There's Jamal Green. There's Cam Buckner. There's Sophia King. And there's Roderick Sawyer. Okay. Paul Velas, let me tell you a little bit about him. 
Again, all links will be in the description uh, right here. So about Paul, who is Paul Vallis? Okay. It's, you know, let, let me say, let me say this, you guys, before I, before I get into this. What you have to understand is in order for these cities to turn around, in order for these deep blue cities to turn around and change what they're doing, in order for them to succeed and, and go, see, the journey, of a th- the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. And Chicago has taken the first step. Okay, but this step is involves millions of more steps in the right direction. It's not enough to simply vote out Lori Lightfoot. It's not enough to simply vote out a person who's god-awful. Because it's not just the person, it's the system. Okay? The system is also corrupt. It's not just Lori Lightfoot. She was bad. She was, she was god-awful. But Chicago has been awful for years. Years it's been awful. So what needs to happen is the next, whether whether Paul uh, Vallis gets in or whether Brandon Johnson gets in, um, they need to hold their feet to the fire. What? Here's what residents have to do. Residents have to say, is this person making my city better? Is this person doing what they say they're going to do? It's always easy to say things on the campaign trail. It's always easy to go in fr- behind a podium and say, oh, yeah, oh, we're going to do this, and, and, and we're going to do that, and, and I'm going to do that over there, and then I'm going to fix this, and then I'm going to fix the education system, and then I'm going to bring crime down, and okay, all right, that sounds good, that's beautiful. Round of applause. When they get in, you hold their feet to the fire. Hey, you said you were going to do this. Why is it not done yet? Okay, and when people lie to you, don't give them a second chance. That's what you have to understand. You have to hold their feet to the fire. And if they lie to you, don't give them the opportunity to lie again and be in charge of your life again. Don't do that. It's a complete waste of time and you're hurting yourself. You need to make the right decisions. So Chicago, what you now must do, okay, do not vote for Brandon Johnson. Don't vote for Brandon Johnson. Okay? He is a very, very serious uh, progressive. Okay? And it's not... It, it's just it's just not going to work. It's not going to work. Okay? From NBC News... Uh, and by the way, by the way, Lori Lightfoot is so bad. Lori Lightfoot is so bad. She's the first Chicago mayor in, in four decades... In four decades, so since the 80s, she's the first mayor in 40 years to lose re-election in Chicago. That's how bad she is. Chicago's been bad for an awful long time. Way before I was born. And she's lost. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot lost her bid for re-election Tuesday, Tuesday, ending her historic run as the city's first black woman and first openly gay person to serve in the position. Lightfoot, a Democrat, failed to get enough votes in the nine-person race to move on to an April 4th runoff election. Paul Vallis, a former CEO of Chicago Schools, will face Brandon Johnson, a Cook County commissioner endorsed by the Chicago Teachers Union. Okay, Ideologically, the choice between Vallis and Johnson is stark. Vallis ran as a moderate law and order candidate 
while Johnson ran on an unabashedly progressive agenda. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, this is from NBC News. NBC News is calling Brandon Johnson unabashedly progressive. That's pretty serious. So you know this guy's really left-leaning. But Chicagoans sent a message that they wanted change, rejecting both an incumbent mayor and a sitting congressman. Lightfoot is the first incumbent elected Chicago mayor to lose re-election since 1983. Lightfoot conceded uh, defeat Tuesday night at her party in downtown Chicago, saying, Obviously, we didn't win the election today, but I stand here with my head held high. Lightfoot has been dogged uh, by persistent crime, which has been a top concern among Chicagoans. Crime spiked during her term, though she has repeatedly touted that uh, it dropped year over year in 2022. Vallis was widely accepted, expected to emerge from the first round of voting, having built its campaign around a tough-on-crime theme and garnering support in the vote-rich northern and northwestern sides of the city. He also got the backing of the, of the Chicago Fraternal Order of Police. Here's the thing, you guys. These cities, big cities, you have to make... People want to feel safe. Okay, I'm just telling you. Chicago is not... It's, it's just not a, it's not a safe place. People say, well, I, well I've lived here. I've lived here for years. I, I've never been shot. Well, that's a stupid, stupid story. That's a stupid point to make. Of course, there's, there's people all over who've never had a bad thing happen to them. It doesn't mean that the place is good. How many people are moving? You know a place is good when people are moving to that place. That's the rule. If people are not moving to that place, it's not a good place to be. That's, that's why I talk about California. I talk about New York. I talk about Illinois. All these places are garbage. They are garbage places. People leave... Because they are garbage, and they're terrified, and they're scared. The taxes are high. They can't make a living. It's not working. Parents feel like they have their, fu- their children have no future. They feel like their children are not safe. That's why they leave. That's how you know whether a place is good or not. So I, let me say this. I think Paul Vallis is going to win this election. Okay? He won the runoff. So he got 34% of the vote. Uh, he beat Brandon Johnson by 14 points. That's pretty significant. That is pretty significant. Uh, 20% for Brandon Johnson. Lori Lightfoot got 17%. Uh, Jesus Garcia, 14%. Uh, the, the race wasn't close. It just wasn't. I think Paul Vallis has a chance here. The fact that they knocked out Lori Lightfoot um, cause here's the thing. People can say, well, they, well, they, well, they'll just all choose Brandon Johnson then. They could do that. But the fact that Lori Lightfoot had, is the first per, is the first mayor to get knocked out in 40 years on a reelection bid. That's, that's not something to sneeze at. I think they got a shot here, but they have to keep the ball rolling in the right direction. They can't do stupid things. That's just the reality. You can't play dumb. You can't be stupid here. When you go forward in once the next once the once the next mayor gets sworn, whoever wins, you need to hold their feet to the fire and you need to say, look, you need to make my city better. You're taxing us to pieces. You're you're we we do this, we do that, we do this, we do that. There is no reason that we should be afraid in our own city. 
There's no reason for that. That's unacceptable. Okay? One thing that'll help the city, okay, be, you know, Chicago is very much anti-Second Amendment. They really, really are. You know what makes people feel safe? It's not more police, necessarily. It's people feeling themselves being empowered. That's how you let someone feel safer. That's how you you make someone actually safer. It doesn't matter the number of police that are in the city. What matters is when a person is in a situation where they need to make a split second decision, which is where a lot of crime hap which is how a lot of crime happens, and you don't get a chance to call the police to stop this terrible event that's gonna happen. You need something to empower yourself. Not necessarily more police. That's just the reality of it. Chicago is very much anti-Second Amendment. Okay? That's that's just the truth of it. Okay? You are not going to have people feeling safe if they're walking... The criminals, the criminals already have guns. They already do. They already have weapons. They don't care about the law. Okay? And police, they already have a hard, they already have a hard time... Uh, I think there was one, I think there was one, uh, either today or yesterday, they just got killed in line of duty. Okay. So police are already having a hard time recruiting. So it's not just having endorsing, having the police endorse you. If you're mayor, it's how can I empower the citizens? What can I do to make them feel safer? That's the thing. Let me keep reading. Let me come over here to, uh, uh, let me come over here to Lori Lightfoot real quick. Um, and it's just, it's just awful. Here's, here's, here's how bad she is. And I don't know if you guys remember, but this was back in, this was back in, uh, 2021. Um, so, uh, Chicago Mayor, uh, Lori Lightfoot, uh, has accused stores of not taking adequate measures to prevent themselves from being victims of crime. See, it's not her fault. It's not her fault. It's not, it's not the criminal's fault. It's the store's fault. During a crime summit on Monday at the University of Illinois in Chicago, Lightfoot said she was disappointed with stores on Michigan Avenue, a popular shopping and tourist destination. She said they were making they were not making a secure, security a priority and taking adequate measures to prevent theft. Lightfoot said, you know, some, some of the retailers downtown in Michigan Avenue, I will tell you, I'm disappointed that they are not doing more to take safety and make it a priority. For example, we still have re- we still have retailers that won't institute plans like having se- having security officers in their stores, making sure that they've got cameras that are actually operational, locking up their merchandise at night, chaining high-end bags. These purses seem to be something that is attracting a lot of organized retail unit uh, theft units. She said this. She said this to a crowd of people. That stupidity spewed from her lips. And she went for well, you, you gotta you gotta you gotta put cameras in your in your in your in your in your uh, in your place that work. You gotta you gotta actually lock up, you know, you gotta you gotta chain down your handbags. Get 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 some security guards. How let me ask you this, Miss Lightfoot. How what how much is is a security guard? What what's the salary of one? And also, on top of that, is the security guard allowed to actually do anything? Do you know how many security guards are out there and they're not they literally their job literally 
Li- 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 like literally, I'm not. I'm not playing with this. Their job is to literally stand there by the door. I share with you guys. I'll, I'm gonna find it. And I'll put it in the in the link. I think it may have been in New York though. But literally, there's a security guard next to a door, right next to the door, and there there's people who come in. Not they're not running. They're not they're not jogging. They're not sprinting. They literally walk in, grab a bunch of stuff, and walk out past him, clearly not having paid for it, and he just stands there. It's not about having a security guard. It's about, well, what can store owners do? Can store, can store owners and store employees, can they carry guns? Can they stop people from stealing? Can the security guard stop people from stealing? It's not about actually having, well, what, what does a security camera do? Oh, yeah, this, well, this is what the person looks like. Do you really think cameras scare criminals today? Some, I would say yes. There are some who are, who are like, oh man, there's a camera and, and they're, they're that, they're that probably like initial, uh, it's probably like their first time trying to steal or their first few times and like, oh God, there's a camera. I don't want to be seen. It's the seasoned criminal that doesn't care. You'll see people who look right into the camera and they, they don't care. You've seen smashing grabs. You've seen, you see crime, you see people still in the, in the light of day while the store is running, is doing business. That's insane. Ah, there's, there's, you, there's, you gotta, you gotta have cameras. You gotta lock up your merchandise at night. How about you actually punish the criminal? Have you ever thought of that? You ever thought maybe, you know, what if we did this thing What's it, what's it called? Ah, oh, there's a, there's a, there's a three, there's a three, it's a three word phrase. Oh, law and order. Holding criminals accountable. Let me say this. There are, there are crimes out there that I believe shouldn't be crimes. And there are things out there that are not punished nearly hard enough. For example, if you're a violent person and you assault people and you hurt people, you need to be locked up for a lengthy, lengthy, lengthy amount of time. I don't care if you're rich, poor, whatever. No, we don't. We, we, we can't, we can't criminalize poverty. Uh, well, we gotta give this person a second chance. Well, we gotta, we gotta focus on the real issue, which is mental health. Crime is not an issue of mental health. Anyone who tells you that is lying and they don't believe that themselves. You know why? Because if someone was breaking into their house, they wouldn't think, oh, this person must be mentally ill. Let me, let me just try to talk to them. They're not gonna think, they're gonna, they're gonna think this person is trying to hurt me and hurt my family or take my stuff. That's what's happening. That's the danger. No, 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 it's, 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 no, no, it's, 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 you, you need to lock up your merchandise. No, how about don't steal? How about, how about that? How about that for starters? How about the, how about, you know, the, the, the Ten Commandments, you know, thou shall not steal. Okay, just just don't do it. And even if you're not a Christian, you you were taught initially by your parents, keep your hands to yourself. Don't touch things that do not belong to you. You learn that very, 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 very early. But what is but what does Mary Lori Lightfoot say? Ah, stores it. Ah, this this is on you. This is on you. You have not taken the proper procedures. To, to protect your, to protect your supplies. 
none of what she said works. Get a security guard. Get get some working cameras. Lock up, lock up, lock up your. Uh, you need to chain down your your high end bags. Unbelievable. And see, here's a, here's the thing. Here's the beautiful thing about politicians, especially people who've been in politics their entire life, like AKA Joe Biden who's never worked in the private sector in his life. No, oh, no, just just do these things. Just do that. I, I think most of my audience has worked retail at some point. And you all, isn't it always interesting, you guys, when you work retail, there's always upper management and they try to tell you how to run the store and how to do your job. And you're listening to them and you're like, that's not how this works. See, you're in an office all day. You travel to different stores all day. I work here every day. I'm behind the cash register. I interact with customers every day. I know that what you're telling me doesn't work. It's it's good in theory. It's good on paper. But when it comes to actual application of these rules and of these systems that they're talking about, oh, it doesn't work. So what? So so here's who pushes back. Listen, I love this. The president and CEO of the Illinois Retail Merchants Association, Rob Carr, disputed these claims by Lightfoot. Speaking to Fox Business, he said it was misinformed to suggest stores needed to do more for their protection. He said, the comments that retailers need to do more are sadly misinformed. I think it ignores the fact that retailers spend hundreds of millions of dollars every year on security. We're not going to put the entire store behind glass cases or under lock and key. Retail doesn't work that way. We have a fine line to walk. I don't think the mayor wants a line of armed personnel in every store. And see, that's the thing. That's what happens. People who work in politics, ah, oh, just just do that. No, oh, just, just 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 do that over there. Uh, that's not how it works. It's always interesting when people who don't know what they're talking about try to tell you how to how to run something that you actually know what to do. When your when your manager, when your district manager, or your or the or the the the, the high end of the people in your say you work at a grocery store, and you have a visit from corporate. And corporate comes in and they say, ah, oh, ah, oh, you guys need to do this better. You guys, ah, oh, you, you're, you're, how come, how come it looks like this? Why aren't you doing that? Well, if you worked here every day, you would understand. People always try to tell you, well, well, this store, well, this store does this. Okay, they're not this store. Stores are different. They can all be in the same chain, but location. Demographic, it, it's different. You have different rates of traffic. Oh, just, 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 just go, just, just do it this way. Here, here's, here's how you, here's how you talk to customers. Here's how you do your phone calls. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. Here's how you greet people. Here's how you, here's how you handle a problem. See, it's always easy because they are not the ones who actually handle the problems with customers day to day. They don't interact face-to-face with customers regularly. They sit in an office, they look at a computer, and that's their job for most of the day. They'll go, to, they'll go from store to store, they'll walk around, they'll see people looking around, but that's it. And that's what Mayor Lori Lightfoot does right here. Ah, you, you guys don't know how to run your stores. Have you ever owned a store, Miss Lightfoot? Have you ever worked in retail? Have you ever been management in retail? Have you ever been in a, a basic sales associate? Have you ever been a cashier? 
People always tell you how to do things that they themselves have, they have no clue what they're talking about. Oh, just do it this way. And I love that this woman is out. I, lo- I don't live in Chicago, thank God. Thank the good Lord I don't live in that garbage city. But Chicagoans, you need to keep making progress. You need to go for okay, this is this is a step in the this is a step in the right direction. But you guys have a lot this is this is the first this is the first rung of the ladder. You got a lot of rungs to climb. I'm telling you, and it's gonna take a long time. Okay? You guys dug this hole. You voted this way. You brought this nonsense. You brought on this garbage. You chose this garbage. You've lived it and you've accepted it for decades. It's going to take time for you to turn this around. You, you, you say, we love our city. Fix it then. Fix it. Change the way it works. Get people actually to want to say, you know what? I want to go visit Chicago. I want to go live in Chicago. When people, when, when your nickname is Chirac, do you think that's a good, do you think that's a good nickname? Isn't that embarrassing? Don't you want to fix that? Let me say this. I love Cal, I love being from, I love being from California. I, I, you know, Cal, I'm a California kid, born, you know, born and bred. But today, in today's world, it's like, you know, I, 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 my, my heart hurts when I think of California and what it's going through. It's shameful. Southern California has the best weather in the world. It's it's diverse. You got a lot of different people, but it's insane over there. Hollywood, you got the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You got feces on the star right there. You got homelessness right there. You have Skid Row not too far from Crypto.com Arena, or as most people call it, Staples Center. You want things to be, if you love your city, you want it to be fixed. But there also comes a point where it's like, you know what? Maybe this thing can't be fixed. I don't know what Chicago's going to do. But I'll say this, Chicago. I'm proud of you. This is a step in the right direction. But you got a long way to go. Okay? You need to keep doing the right things. Okay? If you want to, if you want to stay there, if you choose not to leave, if you choose to live in this mess, that's on you. Okay? It's not on anybody else. You need to make the right move to improve